Hey, welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. Hanging out here tonight with Jeff and Steve. What's up, dudes? What's up, man? Hey, what's happening? Just hanging. I feel that. I feel that. We're a little early this week. We uh, we, we got some stuff going on this week. Well, we, I say we, I have a, a kid's baseball game tomorrow night, so uh, we can't do our normal recording. And uh, we all three jumped on here. We had a guest who, unfortunately, at the last minute couldn't join us. Hope to get them back on later in the future. And so we decided to just roll with it tonight and do an old school podcast and just hang out and talk. How, how's it sound, guys? Sounds great, man. Oh, for sure. Let's do yeah, it. This keep it. Keep it. Uh, <laughs> been a while without like a script or anything. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll kick it off the same, and then who knows where it goes from there. But um, what we did this weekend, stuff we worked on, and we were we were joking before, and I believe Jeff has had enough overlanding in the last week to fill up this hour and maybe another <laughs> hour or two. For sure. <laughs> Uh, so what's been going on in, in Chattanooga and, and East Tennessee with you, Jeff? Um, so yeah, uh, last weekend I went to Windrock, uh, did a boys trip, no kids and met a couple of my buddies. Um, and we went out to Windrock and just had an insane time. I mean, that place is no joke. And then on top of that, we had like tor- torrential downpour and thunderstorms um, Friday and Saturday to uh, top it all off. So we uh, drove out, camped on, um, we camped on some guy's property. Um, it's kind of like it's a, sketchy at all. I don't know if it was like a, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like a setup sure. camp. It was kind of like a harvest, like a harvest host type gotcha. thing. Okay. Um, so you basically hit like some guy had land and he puts it up on the internet and just allows people to camp on it. So that's cool. Um, yeah, we did that and, um, it was pretty cool. It was just this open land. It was kind of like on a field and he had, um, fire rings and he had a porta potty there and it was uh 10 bucks a person. So oh, nice. super affordable, nice and clean. And there was a couple like sprinter vans there and some other people like that were doing some bouldering and stuff, oh, cool. and kayaking and stuff. So yeah, we got there Friday night, and uh, just I got er- I got there early and cooked uh, cooked dinner and hung out, and then the rest of the guys got there about uh, thirty minutes after that, and um, we kind of did a ton of stuff. So we crammed in. Um, we went to the Nemo Tunnel, mm-hmm. which is uh, which was about thirty minutes away from where we camped, and then the following day we did Windrock all day. So. Um, so we did, we. So what's yeah? Go ahead. Yeah, what's what what's Windrock like? So for for those of y'all that that are out there listening that might not be local to Tennessee, we we normally don't talk about the trails we go on unless they're like pretty public places and that are like generally accessible and you're not going to ruin them with Instagram. Um. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, when. <laughs> Windrock is exactly the opposite of all of those. So it's basically a paid, it's a paid off-road park. Mm. And it's in, um, up by Knoxville, Tennessee. And it's probably one of the larger of the places that I've found since I moved here. And it's basically, you pay, I think it was 22 bucks or something to get in. And you can just go on all the trails. And there is so many trails. Mm. I mean, we spent all day there and we went on, I think it was two or three trails. Dang. Um, so they have mountain biking, they have, I mean, 
trails that you probably couldn't even walk on that some of these crazy like rock crawlers go on. And then they had kind of fire roads and whatnot. But I mean, some of them were pretty technical. One of the one of the graded roads that was just kind of like a, a basic road that went up to camp was completely rutted out from the rain that night. Mm-hmm. So everything was just covered in mud. I mean, we had a group of, I think we had about eight vehicles. Um, We had my 80 series. We had a new Jeep Gladiator on 37s that was a Rubicon. And it was basically fully built. I mean, this thing was just insane. And um, then we had, was it two Forerunners? We had two Frontiers. We had a Tacoma. And then we had a GX that was stock. (laughs) And amazingly, the GX went almost everywhere we went. It obviously took the the easier lines on some of the parts, but I mean, it did really, really well. So um, I was impressed by that. And um, we kind of just spent the whole day just cruising around. You know, we made lunch and stuff, um, parked at the Overlook, but it was completely, completely fogged in. So you couldn't really see anything, but we were still at the Overlook. Um, We did a river crossing that was probably one of the deeper of the river crossings (laughs) that I've been through. And... By deep, I mean the front of my 80 series. I posted a picture of it, but the front of my 80 series, the whole front bumper was underwater and it was like right at the, the Lexus emblem on the grill when I dropped in. So it was it was definitely deep and I didn't get any, I don't think I got any water inside. Um, and there was kind of like, if you steered to the right, it was a little bit deeper than the left-hand side. Um and then uh, the guy in the the stock GX uh, Walker, he was a little nervous on his stock stock rig okay. with this fast flowing, yeah. fast flowing river where you couldn't see, you know what was underneath. I mean, it was muddy and it was flowing maybe ten miles per hour, so it had a wow. good it had a good flow going yeah. to it. And um, so I ended up backing up my eighty series through the river crossing backwards because he's like, Hey, someone, someone ride with me. So I drove through it again backwards because everyone else like they didn't have, they didn't want, they didn't want to go through it or something. So I hopped in the passenger seat with Walker and some random, random guy that I, I mean, I just barely met was like, Hey, can I drive your 80 across? And I'm like, all right, (laughs) here's the keys. So he, he bombed it across and he was, he had the biggest smile on his face, man. He was so happy. And um, I sat in the front seat of, of Walker's uh, GX when he was going through there. And he was he was shooken up, just, you know, yeah. never gone through a water crossing. I mean, it was over the top of his tires. Wow. And um, so I kind of just got him through, you know, keep a keep a steady throttle. Yeah. You know, don't do not do any, you know, fast movements. Keep the wheel straight and just go slow. And he just did a great job. He, he went right through it like he, he's done it before. Right. So did I hear that right? He got Stock through. GX. And newly, <laughs> newly appointed off-roader as well. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So that takes some basically cojones. get out there, you know. That takes some cojones, yeah, to to, to pony up <laughs> yeah. and go through. A, yeah. I mean, it was raining hard here. Like that, that mm-hmm. water was moving. Nice. Good job, yeah, Walker. It was, Good job. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, you did a great job. I know you're listening. He's a huge, huge supporter. <laughs> yeah. So is so yeah we did. Oh, uh, I was just going to ask uh, just real quick. So, Windrock is like an OHV park, right? So, you can bring like side-by-sides and dirt bikes. You said mountain bikes. Obviously, built-up rigs. Pretty much. Okay, cool. I just yeah, anything. Kind of frame reference. Okay, cool. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, anything from stock Jeeps to, you know, side-by-sides to fully built rock crawlers with V8s in them. Wow. Sounded like monster trucks. Yeah, yeah. So, definite, you know, you pull up to the parking, you're not, the parking lot, and you're like, man, my rig is awesome. <laughs> and then your balls just yeah. shrink, and you're like, wow. <laughs> I literally have a bone stock yeah. car compared to these Jeeps that I just yeah. saw. TJ's on 40s and <laughs> Atlas Trail. Yeah, there was like a chair... <laughs> Yeah, there, there was like a Cherokee that was on like, I mean, it had to be 42s. Jeez. This thing was just insane. <laughs> Old school Cherokee. And I'm like, wow, okay. It's LJ's way. This dream. is a whole different game. Yeah. yeah you just got, you got, I yeah. mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. So you just have like people with money and backyards and they just build whatever they want to build. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It out yep. There. <laughs> it's amazing. Was, yeah, pretty much. They, they, I was going to say, see, they do have like, that's some of, they say it's some of the best mountain biking also. Like on oh, the East oh, cool. Coast as well, um, they have some super killer downhill tracks, um, oh, and, and it's just overall like phenomenal. It's basically it's like an outdoors Windrock is like an outdoors escape for a lot of different things. Yeah, so an amusement um, you can park like, almost. Yeah, for, for for outdoors people, yeah, because you can yeah. camp there in cabins, um, okay. and then mm-hmm. you could also rent side by sides if you wanted to rent side by sides for them as well. That's cool. Uh, oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So you could like, I mean, you could you could drive your Honda Civic out there, camp at one of their cabins, go rent some side by sides, and yeah. be able to be out oh, enjoying, perfect. you know. And, and then you don't have to worry about oh, breaking your dope. car yeah. when you got to drive yeah. it home. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I was a little worried about doing that. I mean, one of these trails, it was I think it was Trail Twenty Two was, I guess it, I don't know. If, I mean, I've never been there, so I guess it was a kind of an intermediate trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and the right, th- right off the bat is just this giant hill climb and it wouldn't be hard if it was dry, but I mean, it was raining sure. when we were going up it mm-hmm. and there's just two ruts and they're basically just cut in from side by side. So you're kind of like right on the outer edges of your tires mm-hmm. on them. So I'm like, holy crap. I think Nick was riding with me. So I'm like, all right, hold on. So I put it in, I'm in four low and I put it in second gear and I just floored it. <laughs> and I'm just sending it up this hill, just flying. I'm front front and rear locked, like I'm ready to go. Oh my God. And three three quarters of the way up, there's a giant rock in one of the ruts. And it's oh no. it's like a it's like a foot and a half, if not two foot tall it's rock. And it's there's no <laughs> there's yeah, there's there's no avoiding yeah. it. So I'm like, all right, hold on. I'm gonna like I slowed down a little bit, and what I wanted to do is basically get my front tire up and over mm-hmm. it, but I didn't want to like bend my <laughs> front suspension sure. by hitting it too hard. <laughs> so I got the front tire up, and we we hit it. The front tire climbed up and over, and then we basically just stopped because it was so slick. Wow. So ended up backing up and hammering it, and then the rock was just flinging up and just hitting the slider and the frame rail on the driver's side. And ended up pulling a winch line. So we had about a, it was probably a good 50 feet to the uh, closest tree. So wow. we basically pulled out almost all the winch yeah. line, hooked it up and just slowly winch. We had a winch probably 20 feet up this hill just to get everything cleared. Yeah. And then um, the next the next rig that was behind me was the Rubicon. Oh, okay. And I don't know if I, I don't know if it was his 37s or if I kind of maybe squished the rock into the mud but I don't think it was sticking up as much when he flew up mm-hmm. it. So he just sent it and he saw me winch. So he just sent it. <laughs> his front tire hits it and it's just like, well, bam. And just flapped around and he was just, he just hammered it. So he made it all the way up. And then uh, the next one was a Tacoma. 
that was pretty built. I mean, it was it was a fully built Tacoma, yeah. and he just sent it to, and he just <laughs> hammered amazing. the thing. So, yeah, that was like the first like five minutes, and um, right before that, a guy in a side by side stopped us, and he said, "Hey, there's a tree down crossing the trail." Mm-hmm. So we're like, "Okay, like we'll see. We'll, we could probably winch it out of the way sure. or something." And we get around the corner, and it's it's a tree. There's a three whole, trees across the trail. <laughs> it's a it's a good. You probably couldn't hug around yeah. it. And uh, yeah, so one of the guys we were with had a chainsaw, and it was one of the Dewalt um, battery powered mm-hmm. ones. Foot, 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 and we're foot, there. Full twelve inch. Yeah, yeah, it. No, it was. I think it was a sixteen. Okay. I think oh, it was a bigger 16? sixteen one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 16 or yeah and um we're there and there's probably like five or six side by sides and they're like we got like we got a chainsaw we'll cut it out of the way maybe and we walk over this little like it looks like a Tonka (laughs) toy right it's just like plastic and batteries (laughs) fisher price like chainsaw and they're like oh that's cute and sure enough one of the guys i guess he does a lot of construction and tree trimming and stuff he's done in the past and he went up there and he just started mowing down that tree with that chainsaw he he knew how to cut he was you know undercutting it you know and then blew right through it and we're like they're like whoa that thing is powerful (laughs) so that was one cut and we had basically six more cuts to do to get the basically the tree out so he he went at it for about 15 minutes and we had that tree cleared and they rolled him down the hill and everyone's like oh man i'm buying a dewalt chainsaw that thing (laughs) is awesome (laughs) So we proved the we proved the people there wrong. They were they were shocked. Yeah, I like nice. that idea um, actually because then you're not having to worry about gas. I mean, you have to still worry about bar oil. I assume it's, it still uses bar oil. oil right? Yep. Yeah, still but uses bar oil. You're not having oil. to like worry about gas. So that's that's a nice little um, I guess advantage of the electric chainsaws. Yeah, you can pretty much put anything in in those chainsaws or bar oil. You can use motor oil, gear oil. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got one of those little Dewalts here. That's I got the I got the uh, one footer, I guess, and uh, I think that's what I have. Yeah, the twenty twenty volt. Yeah, the twenty volt yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, I got the same thing. It works so I, good. I haven't had any issues. We had a we had a couple trees go down in the backyard. I didn't I didn't go through them through the middle of them but i took all the all the, all the brush off of them and all that pretty easily with mm-hmm. it didn't have it didn't have a challenge with any of it as long as i could put weight on it it was going to cut it yep yeah exactly brushless electric motors are strong Dang, they are look at getting one of them <laughs> yeah i i got it yes. because i needed one and i was like if i'm sure. going to get one i had your idea steve I was like i'm going to take this with me sometimes yeah. and if i take it with me i don't have to worry about storing gas or anything like that and uh i actually have the you can, for those DeWalt batteries, you can buy an adapter to mm-hmm. where you could slide over it and have two USB chargers that oh, go over your cool. DeWalt Oh, cool. Oh, perfect. And so yeah. I've got those, and that's what I use when I'm out camping, too. I have one of those. I, I throw it in the, in the tent. <laughs> that's amazing, and I charge my, yeah. You know, phone on it. Yeah. I plug in lights with it. You know, everything is USB powered. So at night, uh-huh. I just use those DeWalt batteries, and those DeWalt nice. batteries last that's a really smart. long time. Like, I, yeah. I still haven't gone through all three. I have three. I still yeah. haven't gone through all three of them uh, on one trip, you know, that we've done. Wow. So, oh, nice. Uh, it was a pretty cool thing. Awesome. Uh, it's a funny story. We were on our way to um, the Outer Banks, mm-hmm. and I had those, and I was like, uh, I was like, man, I need to figure out some some way to charge my phone and all this other stuff, and literally yeah. saw the last lows before we got to <laughs> <laughs> the Outer Banks. 
and I was like, pull in. I'm going to get some of those. And they had like yeah. a pack of one that was like a two pack. And I was like, perfect. And I That's grabbed awesome. it. And we ran out. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. So any, uh, y'all, y'all have, uh, clean, clean trails at the, not clean trails, but like as far as vehicles go, didn't have any, any breakdowns or major issues. Yeah. No issues. No, no issues. Um, yeah, we, we, right after the tree cut, there's the next section is like, you pretty much are driving like up, up a river. It's kind of like real rocky and kind of like, like a little mini waterfall and there's some big rocks yeah. in there. And then there's a really tight squeeze and you kind of have to stay far left and you have to cut over the right. And I looked at it and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm driving through that. Like, it just doesn't look possible yeah. when you're walking through it. You know, the pictures don't do justice. Like the video of people course, took of it, yeah. just, it looks like nothing. <laughs> and so I'm like, Nick said, he's like, I, I made it through that. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. And I'm like, you guess you just got to get the right line and you just got to, you know, trust your spotter. So I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. So I went through and I'm smacking my front axle on the rocks, sliders, scraping, and basically pivoting, pivoting your vehicle around. It was kind of, LJ, it was kind of like the uh, red clay rally where you kind of like pivoted your sliders on that rock and kind of slid around um, in the first mud pit. It was kind of like that. And I mean, it was a, oh, it was a hard. Part. Yeah. You had, cause you had to, you yeah. had to put a piece of metal on that rock or it was going to, it, it was going to get you if you didn't get it. Hmm. Yeah, and and I put my slider on this rock that was probably knee high at the top, and then it slid down and just basically, you know, slid down on the slider. I could see like the paint flying off my slider. Um, That's a good. And you could like smell. It was weird. It was weird. You could smell the paint, and one of the guys was like, "Yeah, that's like the paint atomizing because it's under so much pressure." I'm like, it smelled like I was just spraying spray paint. I'm like, I've never seen that before. So pivoted around, and I was able to. I guess it helps a lot if you have a front locker because there's one spot where you have to climb this ridge on the left-hand side. And I climbed a, a rock that was maybe, maybe it was a little bit over the top. Maybe it was about the same height as my tire. So it was a 35, 34-inch rock that I climbed the, the driver's side tire up on to kind of pivot around. And then you pivoted on the right-hand side of your vehicle to get around. And I made it up through there, and I'm like, that was nuts. And we get up about, I get up to the top to kind of park and park off the trail. And you kind of have to veer over to the left. And this next section, I was like, I don't know about, like, if I made it through that, I don't know how I'm make it through this one. It was even worse. It was all rutted out. So we made the call that if I could make it up that, then the, the gladiator on 37s was going to come through that way with us. And then the other vehicles were going to turn around because it was, it was getting late and it was, yeah. It was, I think it was almost five, five thirty at that point. And we were only, we were only, you know, supposed to be like 20 minutes in the trail and we were already like an hour into the trail wow. and we didn't want to have to spot three more vehicles through that. So we basically called it and I, the gladiator went through there and then we kind of had the other vehicles turn around and go back the other way. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was a lot of fun definitely different than some of the trails that i've been on before just given the fact that you have a lot of water that's what uh that's what i was gonna ask is because you've wheeled quite a bit in in california right you know that that was where your home state yep. so I, i'm curious how you can compare and contrast and i'm not asking you know all oh, which which coast is harder to wheel in that's not necessarily what east i'm asking coast. 
<laughs> well, we LJ, have a bias said, here. Don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm more curious of like compare and contrast type of deal. I, I know we kind of talked about this earlier, um, but I kind of want to dig a little bit deeper into what you saw this weekend versus how you used to wheel um, over there in California. Yeah, the main I, for for me on the trails that I've done in California, a lot of it was in the desert mm-hmm. and. The, the main difference is is you have mud here. There's a lot of mud. And in California, there's not a lot of mud. There's, I mean, there was like one creek crossing in the <laughs> desert that like everybody went to and posted on Instagram because yeah. it was cool to drive your car and splash yeah. through it. <laughs> and now it's like, oh my God, I got to go through another water crossing. <laughs> you know, it's so different. Yeah. But yeah, the biggest thing is the consistent wet, muddy water even in summer it doesn't dry up here like the trails that i've been on here it's still muddy it's still soft um so yeah here and then when you're in california there's a lot of sand and dry stuff so you know you have your challenge of mud well there we have soft sand like we have silt which is i don't know if you've ever been through silt it's just like it's like flour that you drive through there's literally just no way to get traction Um, so it's, it's different, but kind of the same driving in mud is different than sand because sand, you can stop. I mean, you could be going down a vertical sand hill and if you slam the brakes, your tires dig in and you stop going down mud. Oh no, it's uh -uh. just slick. (laughs) You're done. You're done. You're sliding, you know, you're sliding backwards and you have literally no control. So I would say those are the biggest differences. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we had rock and stuff that I used to wheel on down by the the border of Mexico yeah. and San Diego, but it was always dry. Yeah, you know, so you could always so you some sort of get a little bit, yeah, a little bit more traction and, and whatnot, and you know, Moab and stuff sure. like that. It's all it looks crazy. I've never been into Moab, but if it's dry, you have a lot more traction, mm-hmm. and if it's that like loose scaly rock, it's pretty pretty um, pretty good for traction. Yeah, I had heard in Moab that it's. Um... It's kind of like sandpaper, the, the rock. So you have a lot of small textures. So uh-huh. it's a little bit more grippy, which is why you see people walking up the, what is it called? Like Hell's Hell's Gate or Hell's, yeah, Revenge, Hell's Revenge or whatever. Yeah. Or the, the, there's a bathtub bowl or something that you just looks like a nearly vertical yep. climb. Um, so it's it's crazy to watch those things. But yeah, it's interesting to hear your perspective on on east coast versus west coast wheeling um you know because yeah it just seems different completely different yeah it's it's funny listening to a couple other podcasts and stuff i listen to people talking about like what tires and they're like i don't know why you'd ever need a mud tire and they're like unless you live in completely muddy conditions you know and it's it's interesting because i'm i'm really between on my next set of tires of getting an all-terrain but it's just, I don't know. I just don't know if I, you know, I, I kind of want, because right now my, my truck handle is like garbage on the wet. Like when it's mm-hmm. raining and it's on the road, it's it's horrible. I slide all over the place. And my wife's 100 series has those uh, general grabber, what are they, X3s or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a BFG all-terrain and they work so good because they have siping. Yeah. And they actually, you can put studs in them too, which is pretty cool. They're ready yeah, for, for studs for ice. Um, and I'm just in between the two, and it's like, oh, I just don't know. Yeah. Have you looked at just the Toyo know. AT3s? 
Uh, are those the open countries? Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of have seen those. I had a set. What did I have? I had a. Oh, I had the Nitto Terra Grapplers, which is kind of the same. It's a good tire too. I think. Yeah. I think they're, pay, uh, they're yeah. like sister companies, Nitto and. Um, yeah. What yeah. does yeah. What yeah. does Sheldon um, run? He runs an all train. I don't know if it's AT threes or if they're the the Terra Grapplers or whatever on his. I'm not sure. GX. They could. Yeah, they could be like the ATs. Um, but yeah, and the thing is, is like when you when you're in the mud and you're playing around. And your tires get caked, they're caked. It doesn't matter if you have muds or not because it's it, they just get f- so full. And, you know, he did the red clay rally with us, and he went on every single trail that I went on, and he, he didn't have any issues. So I think that it it matters, but it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, yeah I was in 18 like, both both years. I got BFGs on the Jeep and then in the in – the, uh, to, uh, the Land Cruiser, I have the Toyos. Okay, the open countries. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, because my primary use is taking kids to school and going to the grocery store. It's yeah. not, it's not wheeling. So. <laughs> yeah, for the amount, um, for the amount of wheeling, it's doesn't make up for it. And and same with me. I mean, I yeah, I wheel around, but I don't. I most of the time I'm driving to a trailer. Right. You're, you're driving on the road, and it's like. These tires I have now just howl. They're just, they just are so loud. This is a constant hum and all the you time. You have the KM2s, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, wait, they're the original mutters. Are the KM3s the newer yeah, mutters? KM3s just came out last year or something. KM2s are, are the previous generation of that. So, okay. Earlier. Yeah, I believe. Earlier you'd mentioned that. No, I. Sorry, go ahead. I have no. I have. I have the originals. Oh, the KM twos are the newer rock, really cool looking tread, and I just have the BFG mud terrains. Wow! So you have like OGs. OG, OG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh they're. They don't even think they make no, them they anymore. <laughs> they've stopped making the K. They've stopped <laughs> making no, the KM twos. <laughs> no, they're they're on the KM threes, dude. <laughs> Check the data. I can't even find a picture of them. <laughs> Maybe they're the two. Running those for ten years, shit. They're de- they're definitely not the ones. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what they're. They were on there when I got it, man. Or something like that. They were on there. They were just sitting there. They were factory options um, from Lexus. <laughs> they're they are so dry rotted out. It's probably not even funny. Oh no. I'm ready. I'm ready for a new tire, though. I'm definitely. Um, it's time to finally upgrade and and get a new tire because it, they're they're kind of there's a lot of tread on them but they're just kind of glazed over. You got to give us a, a, be, a, a so they are the KM twos. Okay, KM twos. They are the KM twos. Yeah, I just verified with the picture. KM twos. <laughs> if not the original ones that you find on the yeah no. If okay. I ever make it up to your place, I'll let you. Go ahead. <laughs> they put the what? <laughs> I was going to say, that might have been an original tire on the Jeep behind me, too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. So oh, yeah, man. The, what, Those were AT trackers. I actually know what they are. I don't, even, I don't know. Oh, boy. Are, yeah. yeah. People, people, like, people spend crazy money on them because people will have like the original um, spare tire still. 
and like people mm. who want to do these like nut and bolt restorations and bring yeah. and just have like a Jeep sitting in a garage, then mm-hmm. they'll like they'll pay crazy money for that old ass tire. Mm. It's wild. Oh man, um, I guess it's kind of like the the old Defender tire. You know the one that like sits on the hood of the Defenders. That's mm-hmm. such an iconic tire, and I don't even know what it is, right? Yeah. But I bet people pay extra money just to have that. You know. The iconic oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you, so, do you think you're going to figure it out tonight? Are we, are we going to be able to talk you into an AT or an MT? Oh, I'm not buying tires yet. <laughs> I'm going to give it to. I'm going to let them. I'm going to let one of them pop again. <laughs> Damn. Then, then we'll get a new set. They're they're still working. Man. They're still good. If I ever make, I popped. I popped one of the spares when I was at a, a place called Big Fork by my house. I, I sliced it on a sharp rock because we were booking it on the trail a little too fast mm-hmm. and came up on this section and I basically put a hole in the sidewall. Looked like a razor knife did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stuck a couple uh, tire plugs in there and now it's my spare. So <laughs> Dang. we'll see. That'll work. Hey. If that, when I'm at that point, I'll just have to go to the tire shop and bite the bullet yeah. and camp for another night while they ship them over or whatever and then I'll be yeah. set. You know, it's just one of those things. I just don't want to drop, you know, a grand on tires when these ones work, and I don't drive yeah. it very often. I've been really feeling. enjoying my STT Pros. Um, they're, they're a mud terrain, um, and they're no sort of issues in, in any sort of rain or anything like that. So I know, I know quite a few people. Uh, so uh, John uh, has those. Um, Andrew has those. Isaac has the, Isaac. yeah, and then I have those. So there's four people out of our, our you know, close friends group that that run those. So oh, they seem pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good option if you want muds. They do give like yeah, I mean, super aggressive. I, I'll probably get muds. Mm-hmm. It makes it look so much better. Yeah, especially like it just looks cooler, and I, I mean, I don't really have a car that I care about looks some because I have like duct tape hiding my <laughs> solar panel wire to the roof on it. And you can't tell because the car's painted duct tape. It looks like it's painted like duct tape. But um, yeah, I'm actually thinking about brushing it, brushing it with paint, brushing it with some Rust-Oleum. Really? Oh. Yeah. The whole, the whole rig? Just just the whole rig, yeah. Just giving it a Rust-Oleum paint job. You get a roller? You know, polishing you gotta, it. you hand brush it. I... I I would probably spray it. I'd probably spray it. Yeah, a little it. spray booth. Just with my sprayer. Yeah. yeah, a little kill booth like I did before. You um, definitely need to go with the you know, interior trailer. $100 paint, paint job. Aqua. Aqua, dude. That aqua. You'd have the only. No, you could, yeah, you could probably, that's too much. No. You could probably talk to posers and tell them, tell them it's a new color or a new turd color. <laughs> New TRD, new turn yeah, color. Yeah, TRD, TRD Pro color. Get them on that. Do the headlight it. conversion of on your Forerunner to look like a face. Oh man, oh, it's a bigger Forerunner. Yeah, it's, just, it's an import. <laughs> oh man, put the TRD sticker on there too. That'd be perfect. Have you seen the LRD ones? I'd be set. The people yes. that have a let- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I can't. can't. It looks like lard. Like legitimately, it looks <laughs> like lard to me. LRD looks like lard to me. I'm like, I can't. It might as well say Crisco at that point, you know. 
just can't do it, man. I just can't. Uh, <laughs> that's great that's great oh man so you were uh so y'all i was actually worried about y'all this weekend jeff i was sitting in my house all these storms were going over us literally like you would look outside and every two to three seconds lightning would light the sky up oh yeah for hours like this is yeah. like we, we we get storms here in the south but like this is an especially good weekend of storms that we've had we haven't had one of those <laughs> it was pretty solid <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely so it was like Thursday night, I think it was. We had like a tornado watch at our house. Mm-hmm. I think you got you guys had tornado yeah. watch too. Yeah. And then we lost like the power was flickering on and off. And our neighbors are like, "Hey, uh, can we come to your basement if it gets bad?" Because we're like the only house in the com in like the complex of like fifty that has a basement. So I'm like, "Oh shit! Like this is yeah. this is getting pretty gnarly." So. I'm like, all right, Caitlin, like, let's get our like bug out bag kind of ready. So I had, I already have a camping bag that I always just leave mm-hmm. with kids clothes in it. So basically just threw our clothes in there and stuff and we got our bug out bag. But yeah, I'm like, I kind of feel nervous, like going out camping. Like we're just going to be in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> um, you know, camping. So I grabbed my muck boots and my rain jacket and that was kind of the the best gear that I had just to get out. And uh, we basically just stayed in an open field. And um, Saturday night was rough, man. We got back to camp and we had like enough time. Everyone had enough time to like pitch their tents up. Mm -hmm. And it just started coming down. Like it was pouring. Mm -hmm. My awning... My awning, I put on an angle, but I didn't put it like on an angle enough. Like I probably put it on, you know, like a slant that you'd look at it and be like, oh, if it drizzles, it'll be sure. fine. The middle started buckling in because it was so much rain. So I had to, we had to drop the poles. So um, Nick and I both parked our trucks back to, or side by side. And um, one cool thing we did is so he put his awning out on his truck and then I pulled kind of next to him. And we rolled my awning out and then he walked with me while my awning was out and we got him like perfectly next mm-hmm. to each other. And then we tied them both together. Nice. And what that did was it gave rigidity like f- between the mm-hmm. cars and then we tied them both down with some big stakes so it could survive the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and my awning has lights underneath it. So we had, I mean, there was, I think there was eight of us at that mm-hmm. point. And we were all underneath the two awnings and we had a tarp that we um, tied between the back of my rig on the side. So we acted like as a sidewall and that kept the rain from coming in sideways. And I mean, it looked like a waterfall coming off the awning from all the rain. And we were looking at looking out and we're like, oh my God, this is coming down. So yeah, everyone, everyone had their tents all set up, ready to go. And um, I was sleeping in the car with my dog. And we, I mean, I honestly didn't wake up once. I put my sound machines, I put my sound machine mm-hmm. on. So it was like a rain sound on top of the rain. <laughs> and the yeah, in the rain. rain so it's kind of a real rain sound. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You kind of didn't, I kind of didn't need it because the rain was overpowering it. But I mean, one thing, if you guys have SUVs, like sleeping inside the vehicle is yes. so nice when it's bad weather. You don't have to worry about anything. The setup is, you know, if you have a nice little platform or whatever DIY that you have, um, it just makes it so comfortable. And uh, me and my dog were in there, didn't worry once about like 
I mean, if lightning strikes me, I mean, it would hit the car, but like, Mm -hmm. unless I was grabbing onto something metal, I feel like I'd be pretty, I feel like I'd be okay, you know? I know there were a few guys with rooftop tents around you, so you're totally safe. It's going to get to the rooftop tent before it it hits you. Yep. Yeah. And they were the metal hard shell ones, so, I mean, it was... Basically, basically a lightning rod sticking up around me. So, so you park next to Nick so he gets uh, electrocuted because his big old new tent. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. if your vehicles are connected via the awning, would the electricity... So we put the, we, we put the awnings down. That was one of the calls that we made. Smart. So it was so such a weird thing. Is I was like, Nick... You know, we should probably put the awnings down. He's like, I don't want to get all wet. And I'm like, I don't either. But <laughs> That's such we a had an response. easy up. <laughs> That's such a good response. <laughs> we had an we had an easy up that we put up Friday night, and we left it there while we went off roading at Windrock, and we tied it down with with basically tires. We had um, the three tires that I'm putting on my trailer that I got from Nick, and we staked we stuck it down with that. So we tied it to that. We got back. The thing was crumbled in a million pieces. Like wow. the tarp was completely gone. The frame was all bent. So it was really windy while we were gone because the storm ran through then. Um, but what I was getting to is I was like, we should probably just take these awnings down before, you know, I don't want my awning just to get thrashed. So all of a sudden out of nowhere, I mean, the the, the storm completely just stopped out of nowhere. And it was like silent. Like we hit like a middle of the storm, like hot or cold pocket or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And I was like, I looked over at Nick. I was like, now's our chance, man. Put those awnings away. So we put them away and everyone like scurried off to bed and then it started pouring again. But yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't trust it with the, with that much wind. Oh yeah, that's that's probably a smart decision. I mean, it, it's basically a parachute at that point. You know, if it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. If the wind gets underneath it, consider well, it gone. Cars are all torn up. You've got poles, baby breaking windows. I mean, yeah. that's a crazy, that's a crazy wake up from your sound machine at two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the aluminum piece just flapping around. Yeah. Yeah, I can oh. see it in my head right now. I know exactly mm-hmm. what happened. <laughs> oh, for sure. Got dad visions. I, I could too. <laughs> dad visions. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did move away from the trees because uh, we our last incident, Franklin State Forest with the trees. I was like, <laughs> we should park in the middle of the field. I'm not getting crushed by a tree. <laughs> hey, that's that's. Smart. I was in the car this time. That's mm-hmm. smart. We had a lot of limbs yeah. and stuff down. A lot of a lot of trees are down in the areas around here for sure. We had like crazy makers. flooding, like crazy mm-hmm. flooding. Uh, yeah, seven inches, and in I think like a day came down. In our, oh god! Area. And I mean, there were there. So you got more than us. There were places that um, that like within a few miles of me that like houses and cars are ruined because of the floods. Yeah. How it came up. Wow, uh, uh, I know. Uh, areas that got hit hard, very hard. Like places mm-hmm. that don't normally like flood kind of yeah. got got hit cuz it the rain came down so hard and so fast that it was like the the creeks and tributaries that flooded. It wasn't like your major river cuz the water yeah. happened. I mean, I'm sure the rivers were flooded as well, right? I mean, the Cumberland and the Harpeth those yeah. rivers were flooded, but what got people surprisingly was those like those creeks and streams that flooded so quickly and so bad that left like these low pocket areas full of water. Like kind of yeah. almost ponded those small areas that traditionally don't ever get that. 
Um, so it was, it was kind of rough. I was, I was feeling for the neighbors today, getting out and kind of driving around and seeing it all. Yeah. Where you're at, LJ, is kind of nice, even though you got kind of a super steep hill. I can't imagine seeing your place flooding. <laughs> It'll never flood. Yeah. No, it's, it's I mean, it might, a, it might, yeah. you know, Noah's Ark comes rolling by yeah. one day. I'll, I'll eat my words, but, uh, <laughs> this, this hill is so steep. I, and I mm-hmm. say that because I ran up it today, so I know how steep it is. Like, there's so <laughs> many other houses lower. Yes, they yeah. are. So many other houses lower in elevation than me right mm-hmm. now around me. Yeah. I passed them all, uh, when I was climbing that hill back up. Um, but yeah, yeah, Steve, you came over by the house the other week, mm-hmm. picked up, picked up your hat, yeah. and yeah, oh, it's, yeah. you walked, you walked up the driveway you got to uh yeah I was, I, was out of, I was out of breath walking up your driveway <laughs> <laughs> man it's steep it's steep yeah. well you've seen the video of the land cruiser like sliding sideways down yeah. it from the yeah. ice storm oh yeah and the snow yeah, yeah. Man, i remember that like, like any other video it just doesn't do it justice when i walked up i was like what the hell lj like this is like a skate ramp level like where's your drop in for this <laughs> i snowboarded down it uh, <laughs> a few times when the ice storm was here that's amazing <laughs> nice awesome oh uh, but yeah hey you were talking about your trailer a little bit man give it you we never caught an update on that oh uh, so yeah i haven't done too much um i was able to get the mattress in so i got a four inch mattress that's like a tri-folding that um is pretty sweet nice and then i did pick up um some tires so they're like a 33 34 inch tire that i got from nick um so i got three three tires from him and some rims too so better than your honda um, i'm looking on there now oh god yeah i mean I don't know why I bought those things because I literally haven't gone anywhere. Um, I do have my trip coming up that I, I might need to use them for. Your, for your birthday, but um, right? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like the week after my birthday. We're going to yeah. North Carolina, so that was kind of the the trip that I wanted. Because my wife, if you if you listen back to the original trailer episode, is she said that I could build the trailer for my yeah. birthday. So. I think I talked about it. It was like, can it be done for my birthday or, or built on my birthday? So it's going to be, hopefully it'll be finished enough to take it for this trip, which I think so. Um, but yeah, the, the tires are huge, man. They're, I put them up next to it and they're, they're, they're only like an inch and a half, two inches smaller than my 35s. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, they're, they're probably like a 33. Um, and yeah, basically I have to get a, a about a, I think a 12 inch wider axle to fit these tires on it. Um, so I need to make that. Hopefully I can make that this week so I can get these tires on for the trip, but that's the next thing. Um, and I did get a, a red arc manager 30, um, for the electrical system. Those are nice. Those are really, really nice. Yeah. Super excited about that. So, it's basically like an all-in-one charger, maintainer, solar controller that is for basically like vehicles in Australia. And um, it's it's just insane of how much stuff is packed into this thing. Um, we should probably talk about that and, in another episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get too much into go, it. Did you, you nicely you like that teaser I just popped little, in there? Yeah, like, sneak peek. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So I think I actually, I, I, yeah. We'll we'll go into depth about like what it what it all does and stuff. But basically, it's just a management system that does everything for your trailer and makes it super easy. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, super excited to get that thing installed in there. Where where are you gonna uh, put other it? Other than that, so I go inside the trailer and hook up like like where like where in proximity on the trailer do you do you install this thing? So so it has a little display that's about um it's about the size of a dollar bill. Ah. So it's a little digital display with some buttons on it, and it basically tells you all the levels. And then it has another piece that is like the brains of the operation that is about the size of like a car amplifier. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what has basically the charging capabilities and the, the the computer inside. So that might, I mean, it, it looks really cool and it's really pretty. So kind of like Steve electrical system, like having like on a board, I might put it like screwed on the side of the trailer, like inside yeah, that'd be cool. and like wire it all pretty. Um, or I could just put it underneath the floor where you'll never even see it and it'll just do its thing and be down there. Are you still putting your diesel heater in or are you going to wait until the next winter? So, so I have a whole, I have, I bought like the uh, connection for the diesel heater and it's, it's basically, I think it's called a, uh, bayonet bayonet flange I think it's what they use on RVs for the the toilet to connect the tanks oh, yeah. the, 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 the hose Where you just like the hose so it's a three inch put your hose into a little notch and slip it in and it'll yeah. yep it's like a twist lock so that's going to be the connector that goes through the trailer because they make a nice like cap that has an o-ring and stuff on it because you don't want shit getting everywhere um, so I'm going to drill that in and Right now, I have a second diesel heater, so I have two of them, one that's already made, and then I have one that was going to wire into the trailer. And I'm not sure if I'm going to hardwire one in yet or just kind of, you know, wait till next winter to do that because it's not it's not going to be – not going to have to worry. And then I can build my uh, my uh, redneck air conditioner setup. Are you doing redneck air? Trailer. Tell me more. Yeah. I, I mean, redneck I, stuff. I think it's I think it's gonna be pretty cool. So basically if anyone's ever had a knee surgery, they basically have this like it's a igloo cooler that they give you and it has a pump inside that has two hoses that flow through like a a pack, like an ice pack that they put around your knee. And you put ice and water inside the little igloo cooler and it just basically pumps thirty degree water you know, frozen water or almost frozen water through your knee. So I'm going to do that same kind of kind concept. And they, there is a company that builds a cooler version of this. I forget the name of it, but it's works the same as your heater in your car. So I'll use a little radiator and I'm going to use a little pump. And if you put ice inside of a cooler, it basically pumps the cold through the radiator and you have a fan that blows the cold air in. Um, it's kind of confusing to explain on a podcast, but it's basically works exactly the same. Imagine your heater in your car, but instead of hot engine coolant, it would be ice cold engine coolant. Oh, okay. So it'd be blowing cold yeah. air through. Um, Can you keep your beers cold in the cooler I'm- while you're also cooling? <laughs> your trailer yes see yes now I, I get that yeah i get that <laughs> yes yes um so I, I was thinking about taking it one step further and integrating it into the dometic fridge okay because then you wouldn't have to use ice so, so, so like, you could basically it, i guess it has like something that pulls the air in and then there's another hose on the other side that like 
it goes through into is there like a fan that pulls the air in or how does it how does, how does it pressurize it, that it would air? basically just it would basically just take an outside air yeah. and blowing it inside the trailer through the radiator okay that's right through the cold radiator um yeah i'm still kind of thinking ideas but there's a i think it's not ice co uh, there's it's on Instagram. I keep seeing ads for I, it. And people use them in like airplanes. That, that's a, that's, is it Iceco? Yeah, so. That's a fridge. That's yes, a fridge it though. Is a fridge. You're not Max Cool. Max Cool? Mm-hmm. Something? I don't know. I don't know what the name of it is. But they use them in airplanes, which is interesting because a lot of the small airplanes don't have air conditioning because they can't put a pump on the engines. So they put them inside the cabin and it blows cooled air while they're like taxiing and taking off. Interesting. So the little Cessnas yeah. and stuff use them. And it's only, you know, 30 pounds because yeah. they just put ice and water in it and it plugs in, you know, to 12 volts. So, um, yeah, that's where I kind of got the idea. And I'm curious to see how well it'll work. It's it's like a swamp cooler on steroids, basically. Yeah, I just wonder, like, I'd be interested to see how good it does in, like, a July day here. Because mm-hmm. when you're talking, like, yeah. you know, low 90s, uh, 80% humidity, which is an average July day here. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, exactly. That's some heat. Uh, yeah, I was thinking. I think it'll be more for like sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be for for nighttime. Um, but I, I, I'm going to add in the ability to use an actual, just like a portable air conditioner that you can actually plug in. I got a campground, oh, like a window unit or something. Yeah, like a window unit. So they, they make a, basically you get a window unit and make like a little wood box around mm-hmm. the front and then you put like a hose off of it, kind of like the diesel yeah. heater and you just pipe it inside the trailer. So um, you can kind of do that. But um, yeah, I think it'd be cool just to have like a self-sufficient that could run off of 12 volt and, you know, run off the electrical system and not have to plug into anything. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you can figure out a 12 volt AC... Man, I'm glad I'm your friend. You're going to become a millionaire, at least here in the Southeast. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah, off the grid. Make it small. Yeah. So are you going to cut so we'll a see. hole in your Dometic? Or how have you even thought about that that, that far ahead? So, yeah, I would drill I would drill two holes in the lid of it. You're crazy, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just plastic. So, you can always fill it, fill it with some silicone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when I was uh, when I was kayak fishing, uh, any sort of hole you would get in your kayak, you would just plastic weld it. So I, I get it; you just melt some extra yep. plastic around it, and you're good. So yeah, it'd be really interesting to see if you can come up with that. I feel I feel like it's less less. It's not as bad as drilling a hole in your roof That's or true. you know electrical connection. So That's true. <laughs> I have a uh, I have an old Coleman over here. If you want to try on something before you cut into your uh, your domestic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go down to Walmart, buy a little styrofoam cooler yeah. first just, before I kind of do a fifteen hundred dollar fridge. Yeah, just make your template first. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, and, then, and then use that as. <laughs> Don't hit the coolant lines. I've been Don't a lot hit of them. Car shows lately. I've become quite the expert. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh me. So you're going? To, when do you? Where are you going in North Carolina? Like just general area. Oh, uh, we're just, just doing some like campground yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just like south of Asheville, I believe. Um, it's just at a campground. I think it's called. Um, I just looked it up. It's called. Um, shoot, I don't remember. 
Davidson River. Nice. Davidson River campground. So it's just a campground up in the mountains right above Asheville or kind of to the west of Asheville. Um, It's on a river that is super popular for trout fishing, I guess, and rafting and stuff, I guess. Kids like tubes and stuff. It's not like a fast-flowing river. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the family and just kind of check it out and get everybody out at once. You can take the 100 or the 80. Um, my wife's like, we're taking your, we're taking my car, right? And I'm like, no, why would you take yours? We don't have hookups. Like I got all the stuff. I got a shower on mine. Like I got all the stuff. Like it is, it is a camp ready vehicles. It's turnkey. I mean, to go camping this weekend, I mean, without the kids, oh my God. Like I realized how like set up perfectly my rig is. Um, all I did, I didn't have to really buy any beer because the fridge is always stocked with beer. <laughs> I, I went inside with like the wire basket that, you know, in the Dometics, you can just yeah. pull the basket. Most of the fridges, you can just put, grab the basket. And I went inside, I grabbed a thing of ground beef. I grabbed some like peanut butter and jelly and some turkey eggs. And like, I just pretty much, I like, kind of just cleaned out the, the yeah. fridge and that was it. I didn't even go to the store. Like, <laughs> it was so awesome. And then all the time in my in my like underneath my uh, sleep platform I have my stove is always in there with my cast iron little griddle and then I have like a dry goods bag that has like pancake mix and like mac and cheese and like um, bars and it has like tuna pouches like if I ever need them for emergency sure. it has a bunch of just like you know soft or not soft goods dry goods so I pretty much clean grabbed a couple things yeah. from the fridge. Grab my sleeping bag, my sleep pad, and my dog food. And that was it. Like, that's literally all I had to grab. So it's nice to have it, like, ready to go. Do you ever feel like you're you're forgetting something because it was so easy to pack? (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I have, like, my camp box. Actually, I, I, I have my camp box that I have to grab down from like the little storage rack above where I parked my car. And that has everything in it. Like it has paper towels. It has like plates and silverware and all the goodies. So, but I'm always like, do I have that in there? I'm like, I have two pans. Like I have two kettles. Like, why do I have two kettles? Like I only need one kettle. Like I have extra stuff, but it's like, if I take it out, it doesn't look very full. It doesn't look like I have enough stuff. So So you're packing for fluff. I'm like, yeah. So it was so interesting because I haven't I haven't camped by myself in a long time since the rally, and before that I haven't really. It was like Expo, it was like Expo East or sorry Expo West 2019. Like I don't really go by myself too much. Usually it's like you know I have a kid yeah. with me or something. So yeah, it was weird like being able to see out of the back window <laughs> and stuff. You have scooters sitting everywhere. <laughs> scooters and yeah kids clothes and all the crap that's one thing i love about my uh my top drawers that with the foam i finally got that dialed in i think i talked about that last week um is that it's all ready to go right i, I throw in my clothes yeah uh, fill up the water jugs and we're good so um yeah <laughs> water jugs <laughs> well if you want to be specific it's rotopax because i'm a true overlander so <laughs> that's true <laughs> That's yeah, true. So. 
So I did take a hot shower when it was raining. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so it was with the group of people that I didn't really, like, I didn't know any of them besides Nick. And I was like, all right, and I'm going to dip out. I was taking a shower, and the guy's like, there's, like, steam coming from the other side of my car. And, like, I walk out, like, I still walked out smelling like a, like a hooker, probably, because I put deodorant on, and, like, I brushed my teeth. Like, it was so odd. Like, that night, I felt so good. So I'm just rubbing it in your face, Steve, that you didn't do the shower. Listen, man, I tried. I tried to find the space. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on version three uh-huh. when when I get rid of my drawers and, and rebuild everything again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was. I should have thought about it honestly. That was one of the. I don't know something. Something I learned from these drawers is I had everything set out in my mind. I was like, okay, I'm, this is gonna go here. You know, I'm gonna have a fridge on one side, drawers on the other, and I got it all built out. And then at the end, I was like, shit, where's my water going? That that I should have planned for water in the initial concept <laughs> because right, it's kind of important. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, a little bit, so yeah. It is what it is. I found a solution, maybe not the best. I mean, I think your solution is pretty damn slick. It'll work yeah. just fine. Yeah, this will work. It'll for, work at least for our trip. You know, our trip in May. So I feel like it with kids. It's even more, but like two adults, like you can pour the yeah. thing. Like my son can grab the. My, I think the biggest thing is my son can grab the little hose, and then when it's on the the mist setting, it lasts for twenty yeah. minutes, like on the mist, just like full yeah. blast. So he can like spray things off and like wash off his feet. And I don't have to worry about him just you know using all the water, compared to where if he had um you know like a water jug, it's like a kid trying to pour milk. You know, it's like <laughs> they hold the milk container and then they drop it on the counter and then it's like spilling off and then they they go to grab like <laughs> a towel to clean it up, but the the milk, the milk jug still pouring out, you know. So, yeah, you'll be all right. I'll be, I'll be all right for a bit, I guess. So, like I said, until I rebuild yeah. everything, so who knows when that's going to be? <laughs> yeah, after after um, I built a platform last beginning of this last week for a buddy for Isaac, oh, yeah. and yeah, we built a, basically a whole huge platform in the back of his uh, FJ mm-hmm. Cruiser. And I mean, it's, it's awesome. Like the whole thing's on a, on a 80 degree mm-hmm. angle. So it's like on a slant and it looks all super cool. Everything's lined yeah. up and it's got drawers. It has one, two, three, four. It has five slides in it, five sets wow. of slides. That's amazing. So there's three drawers basically stacked on top of each other. Then there's a fridge slide and underneath there's another slide for a, for a pullout. So it's like slides galore this thing's awesome now he actually did that so after seeing that yeah he built it in a program online there's a or it's a program it's yeah it's kind of like a cad program and then basically kind of came over (laughs) monday tuesday and yeah with like a lot of beers (laughs) and we kind of just sat down and just knocked it out it got it got a little wild but yeah we basically just knocked out what he built um, online and that really building online it takes so much time but you can really yeah. see what what you want mm-hmm. out of it oh yeah and, and, but after seeing that i sent him a picture and i'm like how come i always build everybody else's shit super cool <laughs> and mine is like just a yeah, bins yeah. and stuff and then 
I used it this weekend and I'm like, I love the simplicity of it. I mean, I'd love to have a bunch of drawer slides, but that adds some weight, man. Yeah, it definitely does. Those slides add a lot of weight. Yeah, that's, um, I actually, uh, uh I'm kind of wrapping up on my most recent project, which is just a, just like a charging shelf. And, and you're right. It's, it's, it's nothing fancy because <laughs> I'm building it for myself, right? It gets the job done. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's functional. So I have three USBs, yep. um, three, I guess it would be six USBs, uh, that, that are tied into my second battery. And then, um, just like a open shelf so that I can Velcro things. I also carpeted it, but so I can Velcro things there. And so, um, it seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Power, power is always yeah. a necessity. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> So never have enough stuff yeah. charging. So now that I guess we talked about when rock, we talked about your trailer. Are you going to plan on doing anything else with your trailer? I know you said that those wheels now were those wheels from, are those tires, the uh, tires he Nick had on his trailer or on his truck that you got. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they're so on his truck. Like, I MTRs, mean, ours like Kevlar. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah, they're MTRs. They're a full mutter. I mean, and there's, I mean, looking at them, like I feel like you get another ten thousand miles out of them on a truck. Like there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, tread left yeah. on them. So I mean, I I think I mean it's perfect because he gave me yeah. three, so I have a spare too, which is awesome. That is awesome. Um. So yeah, I'll be set for a while. Um, I don't think I'll ever have to buy another tire and I'll have a spare. And um, eventually I, so the axle that I'm building, it's going to be, the axle is going to be the same lug pattern as my truck, as my Land Cruiser, but his rims are smaller. So they're, Mm -hmm. they're a six on 114 Mm -hmm. millimeter, mine's six on 140 millimeter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy some wheel adapters so I can adapt his wheels to the axle. And then technically I could fit when I get, if I get new wheels, I'm looking for some Lexus mm-hmm. wheels so I can match yeah, them. Makes sense. Um, and then I can have the, the same, the same wheel, yeah. which would be cool. And then I could have another yeah. spare. So I could spare could be for my truck or oh, the trailer. Absolutely. Cause they're almost as yeah. big as it. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Yeah, that trailer is gonna look monstrous. Like you, you probably maybe you could tow it with your your lawnmower, but I don't know. <laughs> it yeah, I, I I just just having the tires on it. I mean, it looks so much better with the tires next to it. I mean, it it just looks yeah. beefy compared to what it does um, with the small it's little tires. So big difference. It'll it'll. Yeah. It looks a lot better. It's going to lift it about three inches though. So it's already, it's already over my head. So it's tall. (laughs) That's cool to get an update on that. Well, Hey, we're coming up on an hour. That was uh, a pretty cool way to spend an hour. I must say, um, it was, uh, it was good to catch up with you guys again. It's been a while since we've just been able to hang out and shoot the shit. Uh, these are, these are some of the best podcasts I think that we do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, hey, thank you all for listening this week. We'll uh, we'll come back at you next week. Have a good one, and uh, we'll see you on the trails.